Good afternoon, everyone. Cherie Shervis Hill here, president and founder of Events to Remember and PR to Remember. And I am here with our Coffee with Share session, as I like to call it. I feel like I I have uh, you know, all of these amazing entrepreneurs on my virtual sofa, kind of really just going in. So today I have a treat for you. Um, Melissa Ponzi Reby from A Design and Make Your Market New York. Melissa, thank you so much for being here with us today. Welcome to Coffee with Cher. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm excited to, to really get down and, and start chatting it up with you. All right. So first things first, we have to do our little cheers. So our virtual cheers. So cheers to you. Cheers to you. Oh, look at that mug, guys. It's, a, it's like such an inspiration. She is one of my icons, Madam C.J. Walker. Um, I'm a Midwest girl. I grew up in Indiana, which mm -hmm. she was there. And I find like, then she was also here in New York. And so mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, if only I could have the success she did. She's just amazing. So, and this this mug is actually from a maker down in Florida, another Latina, mm -hmm. uh, Alicia Bowden. So she does these beautiful mugs. And so I have to get, so where can we find that mug? Can we, do you carry that mug? I don't carry it, but you can go, just go to her website. So Lisa Bowden is, okay. is her, yeah. Cause she's down, I usually, and we'll talk more, but I usually do uh, mainly New York makers, but she's gotcha. down in Florida. Okay. Follow her. She's amazing. All right. You got to give me that again. I got to find that mug. I love <laughs> that mug. That's a great, that I think is, I, I see some great mugs here. Melissa, yeah. I think you won for best mug. I well, thank you. do. I love that. <laughs> what I love, cause here's where it goes with me. It's bejeweled. So exactly. you know, you've got, you've you know, you got a little bling to it. Yes. All right. So Melissa, I'm so excited to have you here. So tell us about, um, tell us about your company and kind of how you got started. So my company is called A Design. It is, um, it's A-D-Z-I-N-E. And so it's sometimes we're like, how do you pronounce it? It's for my two sons. So I oh. have two boys and mm -hmm. the first name is an A and the D. So they're part of it. And actually my husband came up with a name when we we're trying to figure out a name. So it's really became a family thing. And then I've kind of taken it off. So it is a jewelry company and I feel like it's more than jewelry. Um, I was previously a social worker Mm -hmm. And so I feel like everyone has a story and there's value into everyone. And I feel like jewelry is a part of that. There's stories with jewelry. And there's also, I feel like what I do is I deconstruct things. I redesign it. I take old and new and I make these new pieces to mm -hmm. carry on with your memories. And I feel like you'll, I don't know about you, but I have jewelry that may not be of a lot of value in the sense of money, but value to me personally i recently redid a pair of earrings that were my grandmother's and i'm sure they're gold-plated and whatever mm -hmm. but i redid them to be more my style but yet there's a part of her there so i, love I do thank you so yeah so i do that and i have fun sourcing things i have fun meeting people i have fun talking to people and i feel like the pieces i make are usually a little bit bolder or they're um they're eye-catching mm -hmm. they may not be big but they're eye-catching so people will say oh my goodness I got this compliment when I was out or someone said they like this. And I feel like even though they're talking about the earrings is towards the person. And so mm -hmm. who doesn't want to get like some good feedback or have that positive energy towards you? So that's a design. Okay. 
And then Make Your Market New York is kind of um, speared from a design. It's a pop-up. I do pop-ups mm -hmm. in different places. I've done it at New Rochelle train station. I am up and coming doing it in Cold Spring at an old movie theater. Oh, fun. Um, so, and it's not just me because I feel like how boring would that be if I just did this by myself is I curate a store of all local makers um, from around New York mm -hmm. and their creations. You walk walk in you it's not like people's tables you walk in it's a it's a gift shop but there's, there's there are bios around of it so you see the person behind the product mm -hmm. and i'm a latin female and i feel like representation is extremely important so i purposely have a lot of underrepresented groups there mm -hmm. um of people there who are so talented and so amazing and i kind of bring them together so you have people from New York City, from Westchester, from Hudson Valley, all together. Mm. And we've got to create this like great little story. And each time it's different because each time there may be some same people, so some different people. So I'm super excited about that. Oh, nice. So when is the cold spring? When is that happening? That is happening all April and May on okay. Main Street. It's mm -hmm. um, at the Bijou. So it's an an there's antique mall kind of behind. But when you walk in, it will be my little 300 square foot store with over 22 makers there. Oh, Previously wow. I had 55, but I'm, I'm very excited. We're getting it all together and it's going to be really exciting. Now, is it during the week as well or just on the weekends? No, during the week. So it'll be uh, Thursday through Monday. Okay. We, we will be open. So we're going to be closed Tuesday, Wednesday, but because the way everything is, you can also buy online. So if you can't get there, you can, whatever's in the store will be online and we can mm -hmm. ship it to you. We can do drop off. Um, the fact that I'm driving up to Cold Spring, I'll be all over the place. So drop off is very easy. I will be near somebody sometime. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so clever. First of all, Cold Springs is adorable. I love Cold Springs. Um, I love that you're doing it in an old movie theater. You just mentioned that you did it at the train station. So I love that you're kind of doing it and at kind of unconventional spaces. Um, so I definitely, you said April and May, so I definitely have to make sure that I pop down and all of you make sure that you pop, pop up rather, um, to cold <laughs> springs pop over. <laughs> yes, and, and, and check it out. Cause that, that sounds, that sounds amazing. So being a, a social worker before this is probably very therapeutic for you as well. I would imagine, right. Just kind of, you know, putting all of these pieces together, bringing in, um, like you mentioned, your grandmother, I'm sure that's, you know, just loving and rewarding and, and brings you some peace of mind, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. And actually, that's how it started. It kind of, it started out as a hobby. I was, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think my upbringing was always about education, education. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there was no choice about going to college, you were going to college. And mm -hmm. then grad school, I got my social work degree, and then I'm getting another master's in uh, nonprofit management. Mm -hmm. um, but I felt that there was always this creative side to me. Mm -hmm. I designed my own prom dress. I would kind of okay. do, little, I know, bubble and all. Um, <laughs> but uh, And so, you know, there was always that side to me. But I think taking the leap as a maker felt very foreign or almost cheating on my education. Mm -hmm. um, so I always did it as a hobby, but then started getting... Um, People would say, oh, that's a really cool piece or just having fun with it. And when I got my when I got my nonprofit management uh, degree, my husband always knew when finals were happening because I was like making jewelry. He's like, oh, it's stressful. <laughs> so, um, you know, it just so happened. I, we were in Minneapolis at the time. We moved back to New York and I kind of had to make a decision. And I 
you know, I kind of made some stuff for like I would donate it because, you know, there's so, so much jewelry and um, I would make custom pieces just on the side. But I'm like, I kind of want to do this for a business. And I went out with a now friend acquaintance at the time, Edie, and she was like, you just have to do it. And I'm like, oh, and the Virgo in me was like, well, I have to have it this way and I have to have it this way and I have to have it this way. Mm -hmm. And she was like, it'll never be that way. Like, if that's what you're waiting for, you're never going to start. She's like, yeah. and she's like, it's going to be different. Like, it's going to be, you're going to learn. Like, where you start isn't where you're going to be in a few years. Yeah. And so... I, yeah. So I said, okay, I came home and I did it. And she's right. Like I look at stuff that I made before and I'm like, and I think what I didn't realize so much was the business part. So you're mm -hmm. right. Making jewelry is so therapeutic. And what I have found now creating this business and doing the pop-up and managing all that, I now have to carve time out and say, okay, I'm turning off the phone. I'm turning up my music. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be, and I'm not going to do any custom work I'm just going to make and I may take it apart I may mm -hmm. not sell it but just having that time and so because otherwise I find like my battery dies yeah good so. for you we all need some kind of outlet you know so I think that that's great um so tell me what sets you apart from others in your field for other makers like what makes you different Melissa um you know I think I'll go for both parts the maker market and a design but yep. A design, I think there's one part is I do tie a lot of the social work into my jewelry in the sense of community and what mm -hmm. I want and the experience. So I feel like everyone has a story, whether you buy from me or not, when you walk mm -hmm. into my booth or we have some kind of interaction, I want to get to know you. I want to know who you are. And I have met the most fabulous people from, from having that kind of philosophy mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, and really like valuing what everyone's story is. You know, someone may come in and be really upset or really kind of particular. Mm -hmm. There may be something behind that. And I have found many times as if the opportunity comes where you get to know them, there mm -hmm. usually was like one woman I remember was very, she was going to, was very adamant about a certain piece and things like that. And mm -hmm. it turned out, and I was like, Oh, she's a, she's going to be a tough customer. Mm -hmm. It turned out she had gone through a very uh, tragic thing in her life in the past couple of years with another family member mm -hmm. and had been kind of in depression. And mm -hmm. she was about to do kind of her, her debut. She was going to a wedding. It's the first time she was going to go out. And so she was putting her outfit and her pieces together. Mm -hmm. And that my, that necklace that um, I made for her was part of that outfit so it was very important to her mm -hmm. and so it really put a different perspective on who on who she is so I think having that perspective really sets me apart mm -hmm. um I think again representation is so important yeah. and I think growing up I um I didn't talk about it as much I didn't you know I had the privilege to kind of be quiet about it mm -hmm. um and I feel like, and once I started this business, it kind of opened up a lot of doors and said, mm -hmm. why am I hiding? This is who I am. And mm -hmm. if it bothers you, then you're not my person, you know? Yeah. So um, I think there are, you know, there are a lot of Latin A makers out there, but we're not really tuning our horn, which we need to. And I think mm -hmm. people, you know, women, people of color, LGBTQ, yeah. like, I think we all need to say, this is, we don't need to share only part of ourselves. We need to share all ourselves. And yeah. so um, that sets me for Make Your Market, I think I come in uh, pr producing, curating these stores in the perspective of a maker. Mm -hmm. So I've been on the other side. I know what's important. And a lot of times it's communication, it's value. It's like, and I don't, 
and again, a lot of these are my friends. Mm-hmm. I want to make money, but mm-hmm. I'm not there to make money off of them. Like I want them to be promoted. I want people to see who they are. And there are many times where people may walk in again, it's a store, it's a curated store. And I know that that artist, that maker can do something that they're wanting and I'll just get them directly. I said, I can't, I don't have it here for you. Mm-hmm. Here's their number. Talk to them directly, mm-hmm. work with them directly. I don't need to be a part of this. And then that creates a, a business too. And it creates a, a sense of community. So that's, um, that sets me apart because I haven't seen that much there mm-hmm. um, in that sense of that type of. I mean, I love that because in addition to kind of creating this community, it's also access, right? So people that know you, that follow you are also, you know, when they come to the different uh, events that you have, you're exposing all of your other makers to people that are in your world. So I love that. I think that's that's a great, especially to the fact that, you know, it's you're talking about Latinx, you're talking about women of color, you're talking about, you know, just women in business general, um, LGBTQ. I mean, I, I think that's wonderful. Um, and I'm so happy that you're here in uh, in Westchester and really New York, because I know you focus on um, makers all throughout the state. I think I think that's really great. Um, so what's new for you this year? We're now still February 29th, uh, the 29th. So that makes this day actually very unique. What's new for you, Melissa? What are you working on? Anything special this year besides that amazing uh, Maker's Market in Cold Springs that we all have to go visit? <laughs> well, um, yeah, there are a couple of, a couple of great things that happened so far is that um, I was part of New York Fashion Week. And mm-hmm. again, it's about the community a designer that I met, um, a Latino, had said, I love your stuff. Will you be part of the New York Fashion Week? And I always wanted to go. I never thought I would be part of a show. That's and so I was, I was like, sure, let's do it. It was beyond what I ever thought it would be. And wow. so... Um, that so actually he decided because he's from Westchester Terrytown he's bringing it to Westchester so actually he's bringing that show uh, on Monday on the fourth mm-hmm. to Hudco and Dobbs Ferry so if anyone's available come on out it's 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 very fun and there'll be a DJ and there'll be great fashion and just a great community so that's the latest thing that I'm working on um, and I think you know I was I loved the train station New Rochelle and the city of New Rochelle really mm-hmm. afford me the ability to have that space. And I'm very grateful for them. Um, and I've been there for two years and I feel like it's time for somebody else to mm-hmm. have that opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, again, it's like, you don't want, that's part of maybe where I'm different, where I, I feel like community is better than competition. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I always wanted people to see what's going to be there. I don't know if it's even available, you know, or whatever, but I'm like, I'm going to look for another place. And I think I'm going I used to say I'm East Coast, West Coast. So I'm going to go, I'm my, my goal is to go West Coast. So I let go focus on the river towns and yeah. have something there. But again, find something in a unique place that someone says, I never thought there could be something here like this. And I'm going to pop up and do that. So that's the big thing. So, so I have to push um, because we we uh, represent the city of Peekskill. So my company, so I definitely have to push the city of Peekskill. A lot of great things happening in Peekskill. So uh, add that to your list. It's a great river town. So Melissa, hopefully you'll do something there. I totally agree. In fact, I have been known to drive up there to maybe get a little Benny's uh, brown bag sandwiches. Oh my gosh, their sandwiches are so good. They're the best. And again, (laughs) there's such a, there's such a community when you walk in there, you know, 
the you know the person who's checking you out and i'm so bad with names i'm not gonna remember her name but she'll remember mine and she'll mm-hmm. actually remember what you order even though you've been there only one or two times and so there's a there's just such a great vibe and yes and i want to be around and kind of cre- add to mm-hmm. that and that's yeah. always my goal is to to be an and and not an or like yes. i'm gonna we can we can all do this together so i love that if you need some names or anyone in the city let me know girl i got you <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna be calling you. We're gonna be, okay. or are we going for some more coffee? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so um, this is kind of my last question, but as everyone knows, it's my favorite question because I feel like it's so important. Um, really, us kind of reaching back and helping someone else. So, if an entrepreneur is listening to this, maybe it's someone who's new and who has you know, thinking about starting a business, or maybe it's someone who has had their business for 10 years and really going through a rough patch, like what kind of advice it could be, your advice could be to either one of those groups or to both, but what kind of advice would you share, Melissa? I mean, I think to me, and I, I, I really do live by this is you have to surround yourself with the right people mm-hmm. and the right community. And there's going to be the people that you can touch and hug. And then there's the people that are you are your community through Instagram and through social media. And I have found that there are people like, um, uh, press for success to be in a hitchin who's an amazing PR person besides you yeah. uh, but, but like she <laughs> she focuses on, on small business like Patrice mm-hmm. Poulter who talks about storytelling mm-hmm. locally there's Pamela Peckerman who really gets a bunch of moms together and so I think it's following the right people and surrounding yourself and I was very fortunate when I started and doing markets that I by universe chance, I surrounded myself around some great people, met some really good, good people that were, have been the best cheerleaders. Um, mm-hmm. There was uh, where, where we're doing this cold, where I'm doing the cold spring before I've been there before, but I did it with three other makers. Okay. Our, our paths have kind of gone different ways. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm doing it by myself, but we're, st- we still get together and they're still part of my support system. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's that. And with, if you're in a community that is not making you feel good, you need, that's not your community. And I think there's so many times you think, oh, I should be with this person or I should be with that person. And, and it may be someone else's community. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, and I think I heard an interview with Carol Burnett um, on a podcast and it was so, cause with this business, there's a lot of disappointment and a lot of no's and it's hard not to take that personally. Mm-hmm. And so she talked about being turned down on one of these big roles before she made it big. Mm-hmm. And what she said was, it was not my time. It I was, was just going to say that. It may not it be was that time. other person's yeah. time. Yeah, it was that other, my time will come. I'm not going to stop working. Like, yeah. I, it's not just going to come by me sitting down and doing, but I'm going, like, it's not, it's their time. And so I think that really helps of seeing that there's no failure, there's opportunity. You learn from everything. And then you, and sometimes that learning is how to walk away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that learning is when you'd have to dig a little bit deeper. So, um, and I would say at, for a young person, ask questions. Like, I think a lot of us who have done it, we, we're, I'm still learning every day. I'm every still day. I've been doing this, you know, my business April will be 20 years and I still That's learn amazing. something new. Thank you. Every day I yes. still learn something new. So you know, if you're not learning, that's a problem. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think people think there's an end point and there really isn't. I mean, especially, I mean, look, I mean, we're on zoom now. I mean, that would not have happened five years ago. And so I think in your constantly, you know, I'm constantly learning these all new things. And so, and where is, where's your headache? 
like, is it bookkeeping? Is it finance? Is it social media? Whatever it is, get more help for there. You don't have to do it all. Yeah. So that, yeah. Great, so, great, so, yeah. great advice. Thank you for sharing those nuggets. Thank you Thank for you. being here. I'm so happy to shine a light on you and the work that you're doing. And um, in addition to the work that you're doing, really just the way that you're supporting other business owners. So I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for being here with us. And well, thank you for inviting me. This has been quite an honor. I, I I so admire you. So thank you for letting me share my my copy this afternoon with you. Thank so. you. Thank you. And again, we got to give another shout out to that uh that amazing artist who created that mug. That's right. Elisa Bowden. All right, we got to look for her. All right. Well, thank All you, right. Melissa, for being here. Continued success. And I will see you in Cold Springs because I'm going to make it a point to pop up and see you guys. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Bye.